Hello and welcome to the Inverted Perspective Podcast. This podcast came from me just spending so much time upside down and in handstands, just loving inversions in all the ways and then realizing that if you hang from a pull-up bar and apply the same... Hi! Cute matching outfit. I have to finish the thought a second. Uh, if you apply the same principles hanging from a pull-up bar as you do in a handstand, a perfectly straight handstand, legs together upside down, as you do on the pull-up bar, you get a very profound stimulus. And then it also comes from me not being able to apply seeing other perspectives in my own life. All right, let's just record this a second because I think this is important too, even though that's going in the background. Okay. The three things we wanted to talk about were, ready, will I what, hit it. Okay, pain, Yep. empathy, and slowing down in a world that's always trying to go fast. If we just kind of recap what we just talked about, it would be, we just conversed and just like normal people do, what'd you do today? How was your day? And then we jumped into, uh, shoot, what did we jump into? What was after that? Jumped into, we talked about our days. We talked about, we got in relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then we talked a little bit about, about fitness and the sense of kind of how we coach our, our clients, yeah. our members. It's individual. like our perspective yes. and like a little bit about how we coach. Yep. And, uh, told some stories in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of like drew analogies back and forth between fitness and life and exercise. Let's, let's start calling it a movement practice. Like yeah. that's what it is, right? That's huge for me. It's called a movement practice. Mm-hmm. I think it alleviates a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, let's, the summary, the, the things that came out was empathy, pain, uh, how you got to where you're at, your story. Yes. Telling that story in a positive inverse, in an inverse and positive growth, from an inverse positive growth perspective, right? Like yes. Starting from like, who are you right now in this moment, this breath, like, what are you, what are you practicing right now? Like where the good things, tell me the good things. And then go back, tell your story, everything that's happened in the past, and and in a positive light that is yeah, that you've and what you've learned from that, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, my name's Zach, I'm from Zealand, I went to high school in Zealand, I went to college, I swam, I dropped out, I wish I didn't, mm-hmm. I worked at a pizza place, I was there working in a factory, and then I started doing CrossFit, and then I stopped doing CrossFit. And then I started doing yoga and then I got a job at a chiropractic office and I started to train people online instead of in person. Yeah. And I dealt with depression and anxiety at some point, you know, like mm-hmm. which one's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's, and I don't want to segue too much, but that's where your, your mind naturally goes. When you ask me, what's your story? I immediately thought about, uh, I went to high school here and then I did yeah. this and then yeah. I, and, and, um, you know, you want to be able to to take those experiences and, and, and like you said, put it in a light that's going to focus on where you're growing as a person and how those experiences shaped you yes. as a person. And then you told your story, which involved, what was your two things? Um, my story involving- You talked about your dad. Yep, my dad. You and asking him what you, 
what I gained. learned from that. Yes. Yep. What gained I gained from, from that loss. experience and the people in your life that, whether you realize it or not, the are there friends. to help keep you grounded. Yes. 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 Yep. And I guess through that, you know, when you have, when you have those friends that, that help keep you grounded and then speaking on pain, empathy, a way that helps you to relate to, to people. Um, Screw the pooch on that one. Yeah. With, uh, with, with Brandon, um, you know, him and I haven't gone through similar situations, but we were able to understand one another and be there and be present in the moment to, to truly help one another get through all of the, the hardships and struggles that we go through. And then, you know, if you, if you tie it back into how, how I coach as, as a uh, fit body bootcamp coaches, it's, I want to be able to, to understand where my people are coming from, understand the, the hardships and the struggles that they deal with. Because if you think in, in movement practice, like you said, a lot of it is mental. You have to make the, the conscious choice to say, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do whatever movement practice I want, whether it be yoga, HIIT training, CrossFit, mm-hmm. strength training, whatever it may be, Zumba, you have to make the conscious decision to say, I'm going to go out and do it. And a big thing that holds people back is that, well, you start having these, these thoughts in your mind of like, okay, well, I'm going to go into this place and, you know, it's not going to work out for me. Or, and another thing that you and I talked about is discomfort and um, being, being complacent with where you're at and not trying to move towards that discomfort to help you grow because it just feels unnatural. The mental block of, I don't want to try this new thing because it's going to be, oh, yeah, that's right. it's going to hurt. I'm not going to be good at it. And it's, you know, you, you tell yourself all these stories in your head yeah. that blocks you. You from tell this, yourself in. this old story in your head. Like I, I am a big, strong man, so I can't do yoga because yes. yoga is for girls and I'm also not flexible. Yes. Or being the girl that's like, I'm not bendy enough to do yoga. Like I'm not, and that's like not the point, you know, mm-hmm. or someone saying like, I can't do cross it. I'm not like, that's too intense for me. It's like. You know, the people that are making it intense, they're, like, choosing to. Like, yeah, it's a, it doesn't have to be intense. It's yeah. a choice that people make when they do it, right? Except for when you put 20 monkeys in a room, the 20th monkey is going to do what the other 19 monkeys are doing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. So, let's, let's pause this guy. What's up, dude? Hey. Here we are. We're back. Okay. We're back. We went from podcast zero. Now we're at podcast one. If if we can call it that, uh, so I'm I, my name's Zach. I'm Will. It's nice to meet you, man. Nice Again, to meet you as well. Right? We started at a a yoga class. You were in the gym and you uh, were doing your workout. I was teaching a yoga class. Just started teaching classes there this that week, and we talked. And I invited you to stay in the yoga class. Right? That's how we ended up here where we're at yes what kind of transpired after that just going into having a conversation about actually you know what this is where it happened uh you came in to the yoga class i was just stretching i was just kind of doing my own thing into the i came into the classroom that i was teaching yeah in in the next 15 minutes later i was starting class right yeah 
and you and you talked about comparing yourself to others and thinking and or trying not to compare yourself to others of like you know I see what this person's doing I see what this person's doing like I'm just trying to be better about controlling what I'm doing for me and that completely resonated with me because it's I'm in the same boat where you know, I look at what other people are doing, whether on social media, and you think, wow, you know, I want to have what they have instead of sitting and focusing on what I have and what I contribute. So that's how I even wanted to get into that class. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's go through this and let's see what happens. So that's how that started. We, uh, we went through the flow. It was you, uh, myself, and then Jill. Jill. Yes. Will and Jill. Jill yeah. We were in there. Uh, and you know, after the session, I, I felt so invigorated. And I just wanted to chat with you about your journey and how you got to where you're at in this present moment in time. And then, you know, you mentioned to me like, hey, like, I don't want to focus on the past. I want to focus on what I'm doing right now and being present and and how I'm going to continue to grow in my perspective area and it caught me off guard because I was like okay that's a very roundabout way of going about it I had never really heard had heard someone you ask them what their story is and they're like I don't want to talk about that right now let's talk about this um or they just tell the story like everybody does yeah. I'm from this town I grew up here I went to school there this is my job yep and it's cloudy out today right yep and going back into one of the points that well, talk to, about you, you, you'd asked me how I ended up teaching yoga, right? Mm-hmm. How I got to yoga. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going into one of the points, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, I was, I asked you because I wanted to seek perspective from you as someone that instructs yoga, teaches yoga. Like what can I learn from Zach is how, is what sparked me to just to ask you how, what your story was like. Um, and then from there, you know, we sparked a conversation on coaching and how... Because you yourself are a coach. Yep, yep. yep. I'm a Fit Body Bootcamp coach. And I've been doing it for a little over a year now. It's been a phenomenal experience. And where I'm at right now, like I said before, I just want to seek perspective from different people out in the movement space of like, what can I learn from Zach that can help me to make myself better in translation to help the people that I serve every day become better, whether it be through movement, whether it be emotionally, mentally, like what can I um, learn from you that's going to help me transition over to that? And from there, just the conversation kept flowing and flowing. And, you know, I had a moment where I was like a little bit choked up because I'm like, whoa, like, you know, I just met you. And here we are having this conversation where I am being like more vulnerable than I think I've ever been with someone that I've just met. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open about what I go through. You know, I, I get in front and I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I tell my story all the time, but there's never been that, that level. I, I guess I, I don't want to say never been. There's been very few people where that reciprocation of of depth and intentionality and being present I've seen that with and I immediately felt it with you so I was like okay like I gotta keep talking with this guy because there's something there that you know 
where we can help each other grow and and connect and you know use that and hopefully help other people that are either going through stuff that you and I have gone through or stuff that we touch on that just helps to um, push people forward and to get them moving physically, mentally, emotionally in the right direction. Yes, and I welled up too, man. Like you can like feel the emotions come up and like people's eyes start to sparkle. I'll call yeah. it sparkle because you like you're like holy sh crap i'm mm -hmm. gonna cry and then you don't but it's like i call it a sparkle because it's like it's not a bad thing it's like whoa we're connecting you yeah. know and you know we're all we are all at the end of the day human beings are selfish and that's what's allowed us to survive so yes like you said it you know what can i learn from this person to help myself and through me help others and uh that's that conversation that that we had it was, you know, it was for us, but like you said, it's like, it's for us to, we both grew out of that conversation into uh, a friendship that we're currently building and uh, a relationship that we're currently building. And we're also trying to share our stories, be vulnerable and honest and open so that we can help ourselves. And through that, you know, connect with one other person. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's kind of kind of where we're at and I'll be honest I was that was the first time I've ever told my story about how I ended up teaching yoga and why I teach yoga like that in that inverted sense right starting with who I am today and what I'm practicing today and then going backwards and talking about the things that led me to today in a positive and evolutionary light and it, it's really fun and it's it's really helpful um I let's 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 move into just a couple of the things that you know the things that we want to touch on today and and chat about those those three things and how they relate to life and fitness and coaching mm -hmm. and helping others because that's what we're it's all about is kind of connecting like we're always connecting with other people whether we know it or not we're always coaching other people by whatever we're doing people are observing that and they're taking something away from that mm -hmm. if they're aware and observing uh, but in, in a teaching sense, if I'm teaching yoga or you're coaching a class, there's a, obviously a lot of coaching going on there. Yeah. And one, the first thing that we wanted to jump into was uh, pain, right? Mm -hmm. And and how pain uh, and well, let's talk about pain and let's talk about the difference between pain and discomfort mm -hmm. or hurt and discomfort. How pain inside of movement can can help us learn lessons and also how pain in life can can help us learn lessons. You want to share with with me what we were Yeah. Um I guess tying it into into fitness first. Um I mean fitness in itself when you're when you're moving in a new direction it it's going to be uncomfortable. And you know, when I see my my members and, and, and movement patterns and, you know, part of my job as a, as a boot camp coach is to help form correct, get people in proper movement patterns. And the, the irony of it is when you get someone, let's take a push-up for example, you have someone where their elbows and their push-up are flaring out too much, their shoulders are elevated. It's comfortable for I'm using quotations it's comfortable for them because your body wants to travel the path of least resistance yeah and then you put them in the proper movement pattern bringing their elbows and getting them to lead with their chest they say oh my gosh this is so much harder yeah this is so much more difficult it's like yeah because you're 
you're getting in the right movement pattern and it's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. because the way you were doing it before through whatever story that person had to how they developed their pushups that yep. way, it was, it became comfortable for you. Yeah. And then to rewire that is, is where the discomfort comes in, but it's helping you grow. And that segues into life. It's when you have pain in your life, you go through hardships. Um, one thing that you and I talked about was how pain can either be a catalyst for you or it can, you know, drag you down and put you into an even darker place. Yeah. And, you know, we as human beings have the choice of whether we let that pain be a catalyst or we let it drive us down. Um, Do you want pain, to share your summary of your story? Yeah. 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 Just yeah. touch on it or not? Yeah. 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 Uh, so for me. The catalyst that that got me to where I am now was I lost my father when I was about to graduate high school from uh, prostate cancer. And it was a very vulnerable time in my life. Um, Just like anyone, you're at these pivoting points where you're reaching a milestone, you're graduating something. Um, And then from there, you know, you go to college, all these milestones that, you know, a a parental figure is never going to see you go through. And it's, it's painful because then you start thinking like, well, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be so different. Life's going to be so different. I'm not going to have this person that's been there with me for 18 plus years of my life, not there anymore. Um, and then from there, you know, we all have to grieve. And that's something that I want to express now is to never just let those emotions sit and fester or feel like you can't express them out of fear of weakness or out of fear of of being judged like you have to be able to let yourself feel those emotions because that's what helps you press past the feeling and then kickstarting you into whatever it is that you want to do that's going to be positive in your life so I had my my period in my life where I was I was grieving I was letting it um letting that that traumatic experience uh dictate how I lived my life in a negative way of using it as an excuse, as a crutch to not do what I needed to do, to fall in school, to, uh, you know, do things that I shouldn't be doing out of like, okay, well, no one's ever going to understand me. Yeah. And when I made that transition of like, okay, like I've grieved about it and I've allowed myself to feel that pain how am I going to move forward into what it is that I want to do? At the time, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I didn't want to be in this spot where I'm, where I, where I was at forever. The pain, the pain was there, and you notice it, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta move away from this. This yes. is not serving me. Yes, exactly. And um, through that, it's like it's it's uncomfortable. You have to really look and say, like, okay, you know, even though part of that pain still there. Like I need to, you almost have to force yourself to push forward mm-hmm. and paralleling, you know, into fitness and into life of, of using that pain, that discomfort. And people use the saying, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is easier said than done because we're, we're human. We want to naturally go to the thing that's going to cause us the least amount of pain. Yeah. And or the thing that's comfortable with causes us no, no discomfort, right? Yes. It's easier yes. to stay the same than change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, to be able to push through that, whether it be in fitness, correcting a push-up, getting in the right movement pattern. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's going to help you in the long run. In right. life, you go through these situations that, you know, you could use every excuse of no one's going to understand me. Uh, I, I have, I, you know, 
I just want to even just keep the one that no one understands me because that's so huge for people is just yeah. isolating themselves but then coming out and I being, had this experience and no one's gonna understand me because no one's ever had that same exact experience as yes me. yes and then taking that and transitioning in transitioning it into something where it's like okay I felt it I need to move forward and then being comfortable sharing that story which yeah. is what I'm doing now it's like I would have never talked about this, you know, a couple of years ago because it's it, it was something that I was scared to tell people and I would even have uh like friends, people that maybe I didn't know super well, I asked me like, "Oh, well like, what do your parents do?" Yeah. It's like, "Oh, my mom's a teacher, my dad and I would always say my dad was like past tense, yeah. my dad was a salesman and just left it at that." Yeah. And hoped to God that no one would ask me about my dad. Because yeah. then, you know, you get into the, oh, well, like, what does he do now? I was like, he's dead. Yeah, and yeah. then people are like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I, and there's the, that, that interaction. And, you know, um, now it's like I have no, no problem sharing it because it's something that I've been able to work towards. I felt the pain, the discomfort, and it's helped me to grow. So, uh I guess going back into using the experiences that we go through in our life um, to just help us to move forward is the big takeaway because it's, you know, we all have experienced pain in one way or another. And one, to never compare our pain to another person's pain because we all experience things differently. But at the end of the day, you know, if we as human beings want to push forward and live a life, uh, that's fulfilled and positive and, and happy. Like we have to be able to experience the, the shit, the traumatic stuff in our life, because then we're able to appreciate what it looks like when things on the other side are mm-hmm. better, just in the same way in fitness where, yeah, you know, you get someone going back to the push up, you get them in the right push up pattern, it's uncomfortable, but then they're able to finally do it and feel proud that they're doing it the right way. Right. You get that satisfaction, that enjoyment, knowing that you worked to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. And to start with the, the movement practice, fitness equals movement practice for, for me, for us. And it, when you're moving in a less than optimal way, I try to not, you know, say that anything is wrong. There's just better ways of doing things. When you're moving in a less than optimal way, the idea of the coach is to interact with somebody and guide them out of a uh, comfortable pattern that if they repeat too often will lead them to pain, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about this push-up that people are doing and it's fine. They're able to do a push-up. They could mm-hmm. probably do a hundred push-ups like that. Yeah. And we as a coach and their body can sense and feel, will eventually be able to sense and feel that that is going to cause pain. It's going to wear down the body versus growing the body and, you know, improving the body. So, as a coach, identifying those patterns that are causing causing people pain could end up causing people pain, helping them understand that, hey, that's okay where you're at. And, and also, let's try it this way. Let's move from something that could cause us pain and might already be already causing them pain. But because of the idea in fitness that like no pain, no gain, got to push harder and harder, they think it's okay. Move them from that pattern that could eventually cause them pain or might currently is into a pattern that's gonna feel harder if I'm doing a push-up and I do the push-up optimally and I've never done it that way before, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's gonna feel way harder because it's new and it's different. And as a human, we want to do the same, we want to do what's easiest, the passive least resistance. Mm -hmm. But if we practice that uncomfortable pattern enough times, it will become comfortable 
and it's going to move us away from the the pattern that could cause us pain, right? And you know, I asked about your story about your dad, uh, A, because we talked about vulnerability, and we'll touch on that too in a moment here, and it takes some vulnerability to share, you know, stories like that, um, and you acknowledge the fact that you were you were in pain like that hurt and then you you stepped out of that and went through this phase of being uncomfortable and uh not knowing exactly what you were going to do with your life and just kind of figuring it out and having it be uncomfortable knowing that you're not going to have uh your dad's not going to be there to experience those things but using that as a a a catalyst or a a reason to then be able to connect with people because you've experienced this pain, you've experienced the discomfort and now using that uh, story, that experience in your life to be able to connect with people. Is that like fair to, to yeah. connect all those things? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. And that even perfectly leads into the next uh, point that we wanted to talk about was, was empathy. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of you can't, be empathetic with someone if you're not vulnerable. You don't share your story. And we're, as human beings, we connect through pain. And as, as coaches of, of, Fit Body Boot, of Fit Body Boot Camp and yoga and any movement practices, our biggest thing is we want to be able to uh, connect and understand the people that we serve. It's like, I'm not just going to go over and tell Susie uh, to do this cue or do this movement a million times, she's just not getting it, and then I get frustrated. I have to have the awareness to look and say, okay, what is it about Susie, whether it's her personality, whether it's her, her body composition, or maybe if I had had a conversation with her previously, what is it about her that could be, uh, that I could find the, the, I don't even want to use the word gap, but find a way to, to connect the opening, with the opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity to connect with that person. And more often than not, it's just through sharing an experience with, or mm-hmm. sharing a common listening first, right? Yeah, listening yeah. first and, and finding some sort of relatability in there. And even if there's not a relatability, putting yourself in that person's shoes and understanding or trying to understand where they could be coming from. And that's been a big part of, of how I've been able to, influence and connect with the people that I have is that I share my story. Maybe not in the depth of, you know, this is exactly what happened with like me and my dad, but people know about it. And it could be that one person that's like, oh, like, I didn't know that he had gone through that. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea. And then you, you build that connection. And then you have one person like, I thought I was completely alone in this situation. You know, I've, I've even had those conversations with um, people where, you know, you talk to them about something and then they seem kind of hesitant about it. And then you, they, they, they start to kind of share little tiny bits and pieces. They're holding back, but they're sharing little nuggets that, you know, they're hoping that they're not just dumping this baggage on someone. And then, you know, being a coach or just being a person that wants to connect and relate to people, um, which is one of my uh, strongest suits is just the relatability. I love to just, just talk with people and understand. Um, you're able to find those those openings to where like, Hey, like I've gone through this and then Mm -hmm. from there, boom, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's connection right there. And then that person's much more willing to, to 
meet you halfway and you know have you heard the saying that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care yes i have yeah and that's that's huge for any kind of coaching it's like you have to show people that you have their best interest in mind and that you're going to want to truly care and relate to them before they ever give a shit about i don't know if we can swear on this no, you're good, before they ever give a shit about how much knowledge and experience you have yeah that's an important factor but you know would you want to uh take advice or 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 follow someone that just threw stuff at you all the time and just didn't ever yeah care about how if, you felt if i can insert yeah. uh, an example here. Yep. yeah like uh the I, I think that you know you joining me for a yoga class that i taught was um I, I shared, you know, just kind of, you said it, you said it at the beginning, I shared a little about like who I was, mm -hmm. but not in a like, this is how much I know. It was like, uh, what was the word that you said that had us connect? It was uh, like comparison. Oh yeah. I talked about, you know, personal experience about like comparing myself to others yeah. and, um, maybe it was like some social media yeah. comment in there. And you connected with that, uh, and through that connection, noticed that I cared, and then stayed for this yoga class that we went through, and then um, had this great conversation that led us to this podcast here. That's just you know rep number one, practice number one of us figuring out how this is gonna work exactly. Mm -hmm. But what we wanted to do was just touch on empathy and touch on pain mm -hmm. and vulnerability, and just. Um, share stories and you know in the future i'll share my story that's helped me be vulnerable uh that the pains i've gone through that have led me to uh be the person that i am today and practicing what i'm practicing to move towards an optimal best self if you will mm -hmm. uh and just super grateful for the those experiences that have led us to empathy and pain and vulnerability uh because that's what's led us to to chatting today and moving forward with uh getting more practice reps of this and figuring out how we want to do this and share yeah, stories this is awesome you know? though yeah All this that's good it's really good uh yeah i kind of like lost the lost it the so so the last thing so we had pain. We talked about pain. Talked about empathy. Oh yeah, the last going thing slow. Was, going slow. Yeah. In a, in a in a world that's going fast. So, yeah. I'll I'll tap on this, and then we gotta we gotta wrap it up to keep it keep it. Uh, um, I have to go too, but to <laughs> yep. keep it concise. Sure. Uh, so going going slow in in a in a fast world. I just I like to look at the example of applying an approach to something, uh, like. Uh, a yoga class, like a fast style yoga class, like a vinyasa class. They're they're awesome. They're super fun. Uh, I if you take this fast approach, or say like CrossFit or competitiveness, where it's like a competitive fitness avenues where you're going a hundred percent as fast as you can. Uh, and I love CrossFit. Uh, taught me a, everything I know through CrossFit. A lot of what I know through CrossFit. It's just. If you apply going 100% every day, racing as fast as you can to in, inside your cross, if you apply that approach to every other aspect of your life, so now you're going to go get in your car and you got to go 100% effort, 110% as fast as you can, or say you're going to go 
be, you know, with your partner, you have a date, you're going to be intimate and romantic and then intimate with your partner. And you're like, all right, three, two, one, go as fast as I can, like Mm -hmm. see who wins. Mm -hmm. Like that is that style of racing as fast as you can is not applicable globally. You like, you cannot apply that to everything. So that means that, that there's a space there for the opposite of that and everything in between. So you kind of have this spectrum of going as fast as you can. Yeah, you should be able to do it as fast as you can, but like maybe we should do it as slow as we can, mm-hmm. right? And also if I'm going to be able to do something um, right side up, right? Maybe I should think about doing it uh, in a lateral plane or upside down, right? If it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later, but definitely <laughs> if I'm able to do something really, really fast, I want to take that and slow it down. Yeah. And, and also it, it take the, the focus of doing it fast. And when I slow it down, can we take the focus to how much can I connect with myself, with my body? Like how many, how many muscles can I engage? How mm-hmm. many neurons can I fire from my brain throughout my body as I move through this versus just racing through it? Mm-hmm. Like we should probably be doing both of those things, right? And yeah. this world that goes so fast like it you know you got to check all the notifications i feel like everyone's always driving faster on the highway and yep. you know time just as we get older starts to go seemingly go by a little mm-hmm. faster until you you know find some some flow states or whatever you're really enjoy and you get in the moment and really present but mm-hmm. um yeah just applying that uh going slow in a fast world and going slow practicing something that we've only ever practiced really, really fast and the benefits that that can come from that. I think there's a lot to be said about that. Yeah. And then speaking on uh, the benefits is, you know, we used the analogy earlier of making a fist, right? Squeezing your fist, feeling your forearms move and then...